Welcome to another episode of Crazy Train with Jasmine St. Clair podcast. This is kind of an interesting one. So while I was getting out of the adult film business, there were some performers such as Janine and Tara Patrick that had like full sleeves of tattoos and like some on the neck and so forth. And now it's become a really big thing to have the whole alternative genre, like alternative models that fit that niche with the tattoos and the piercings. So I stumbled upon this really gorgeous girl on Instagram from Misha Montana's um, page called, uh, her name is Kennedy Rose. But what drew me to her first were motorcycles because she also rides. And I know that any of you listening to this that ride are going to love this. It's an amazing one. So let's welcome uh, the gorgeous, tatted, alternate model slash adult performer, Ms. Kennedy Rose. It is the most perfect time of the year to ride motorcycles. So I'm on Misha Montana's Instagram page and I see this photo of this really gorgeous alternative model and porn performer. And I'm checking out her page and all of a sudden I see motorcycles, which is super cool. So not only is she like hot, but she rides motorcycles, which is incredibly insane. Now, which came first, the tattoos or the motorcycles? The tattoos, definitely. I've been getting tattooed since I was like 17 and I've only been riding for four years now. What got you into riding? Um, so I didn't really, I wasn't really around motorcycles growing up. Like I was a tomboy, but like, I don't know. I didn't have like family that had them or anything. Um, I was actually dating this guy who rode and we were together for like two years and towards the end of our relationship like I was getting really tired of being on the back of his bike so yeah I decided to take the course and get my own yeah it's interesting because so many girls are like yeah I'll just go on the back of the bike you know it's totally fine it's like no it's not because the only accident I've had in my life I was on the back of a guy's bike now he wasn't like a normal crazy guy that I date that would like do crazy things on bikes. He was like a normal guy that didn't drink or anything. And some woman like cut us off. We ran straight into her and he broke two hands. Nothing oh happened to me though. <laughs> I did beat oh her with my helmet because she was in a convertible. So they locked me up for like a few hours, but then the cops had to get the whole story because it's really bad in California. What's it like in Edmonton when you ride? Is it crazy there? Is it dangerous? um yeah definitely like I feel like no one here can drive I feel like everywhere you go nobody shoulder checks anymore like nobody cares about anyone else on the road so it definitely is um yeah pretty terrifying sometimes I've never been in an accident yet but knock on wood but I've had numerous friends die and get super injured so it's yeah yeah it's a very um it's a very courageous thing to do so when you decided to get into to being an alternative performer slash model, did you find that there were challenges doing that? Because it's been such a different era as each year goes on of what people, you know, do in this business and how they, um, you know, present themselves. They're not that many gorgeous tatted girls such as like yourself and Misha and like a couple of others. Um, definitely. So I've been stripping for oh, fuck like 10 years now and I found that um, there's lots of clubs that won't book girls with tattoos or like alternative girls. Um, sometimes it was harder to make money, like being compared to like the Barbie girls, the girls next door. Um, 
As far as camming goes, I kind of, it was kind of nice because I had a unique look. So I had kind of my own niche because, so it's nice to like, you know, look different than everyone else. Um, But yeah, there's definitely like, it's not for everybody. And, you know, especially like my tongue, I have a split tongue. So like people either love it or hate it. Like there is either sexy or they're disgusted by it. I think it's interesting. Like, that's cool. Like people that have normal things or normal things about them, it's boring. Like I always like people, like I'm attracted to people that have something off about them. Not in a bad way, by the way. <laughs> How did you get the split tongue? I mean, you weren't born like that, obviously, or were you? I like to tell people my father was the lizard king, but no, <laughs> I, um, you have to get it cut in half. I've had it for, I think like three years now, three, four years. And um, yeah, there's like a guy that travels across Canada. His name is Russ Fox and he does it. He goes on tours and does it. So he was passing through and I've had or I had friends that had it. So it wasn't really weird to me. And then I just I was like, well, may as well. <laughs> sure, Why not? And how long does that take to heal? And were you what did they did they give you lidocaine? How did this whole process work? <laughs> Honestly, it only took like a week to heal, but it was like the most horrendous experience of my life. And I've had it done twice because it doesn't fully grow back, but it grows back a little bit. Um, Honestly, they just like clamp both sides, cut it with a scalpel and stitch up both sides. And it's like three days of absolute hell. Like you can only drink ice water. You can't talk. Like I had to go get something from the grocery store and they thought I was deaf. (laughs) Um, but then, yeah, after like the fourth, fifth day, it's totally fine. It's pretty much completely healed within a week, which is nice. When you say like 10 years ago, and then you said you were 17 when you, um, were dancing, it just seems like that was yesterday. I'm not going to ask you how old you are. I never ask people that just guys, (laughs) is any guy that's over 28, it's like way too old for me. So I just, I don't touch that. That's just the strongest I know. No, I started dancing at 21 and oh. I was 17 when I got tattooed. Yeah. Oh, okay. I had it the wrong way. <laughs> I'm having my blonde moment today. So <laughs> that's cool. So I noticed I, when I was feature dancing in Canada, I didn't quite go to Edmonton, um, but it was way different than the States. Have you been to the States before dancing or doing anything? I have not. I've not been to a strip club in the States before. I've just seen videos. So <laughs> We're boring. Trust me. We're like really boring here. Honestly, it looks like so much more fun. (laughs) Well, okay. So when I was in Toronto, like some places they were doing, um, like they were doing the naughtier lap dances before the American girls were. So now the American girls, like the Russian girls brought it here, the Russian lap dance, and it's a whole other thing. So I don't know how raunchy it gets in Edmonton. (laughs) Uh, Alberta in general is pretty strict. Um, there's literally a three foot K everyone like makes fun of us for this. It's actually wild. Um, so there's a three foot barrier between, um, the stage and the customers. And because we have, we don't have dollar bills, we have loonies coins (laughs) at the end of your set, people throw the dollar, the dollar coins at you. So you'll roll up like a piece of promo, like a poster or make, like almost like a carnival game out of it and they have to like hit the target it's (laughs) yeah (laughs) um the dances are no contact so they're pretty mild here but I've I've definitely heard about the east I just I've never experienced it trust me you don't want to I would like I was just featuring and I saw it and I felt really bad for um 
for some of the girls. And I imagine that it's a whole other ball game now, like worse than what it was back then, or how, how can I put it raunchier? So what were you, what did, made you decide to get into doing the nude modeling along with becoming a porn performer? Were you actually a fan growing up watching this? I honestly was like, I want to say ever since I was like, probably 16, I that's when I became fantasized or yeah, fantasized with wanting to be a stripper. I was like, it wasn't like, you know, people think that being like a sex worker or whatever is like a job that people fall back on. But I don't know. I was like, I want to do this when I grow up. And like, it obviously wasn't the first thing that I started doing because I, you know, didn't want to make my mom mad. But um, so dancing kind of made me comfortable with my body. And then I got into webcamming, which made me comfortable with like, you know, that sort of stuff, which then um, I did a lot of nude modeling because of dancing. And then I wanted to get into porn for a long time, but there's not really like a, like a scene here. Like it's, you know, there's maybe a couple agencies, but it's, it's pretty hard. So um, it was hard to kind of, I guess, get into it. But now it's awesome. <laughs> so they actually shoot porn in Canada now is what you're saying? Um, a little bit. I believe there's like a little bit in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. I imagine it's like a way different um, town because like in California, I think it's all over the place. Everyone's doing porn like here and there. They have these model houses so what were you doing before you actually got into porn? And what were your original um, intentions growing up? <laughs> um, uh, well, I went to school to be a dental hygienist. Um, and then that only lasted about a year. I realized that I just like, I was not ready to go to university. Like I flew through high school, everything was fine. And then when I got to university and realized that I actually had to study, I was working at a bar. So like, I never did my homework or anything. It just my GPA was so bad. And I was like, I'm just wasting money. So I ended up dropping out. And I actually ended up moving back home. because My mom was in a small town for a year. And I ended up working at an oil field supply company. And then I moved back here and I transferred um, to there. And then I had um, a really like, uh, a really bad death in my family. So I ended up um, kind of going through a really rough time and I ended up just like quitting my job because I just couldn't, I felt like I couldn't go. Um, and then I got into, I think construction from then and I was so bad at it. I'm pretty sure I hold the record for most drug tested on site ever, which I always passed because I was just an idiot. <laughs> and then from there I was like, okay, like I've done every other job in the world. Like, let's try stripping finally like <laughs> let's do it yeah how and then, yeah um I quit the clubs when COVID hit and I was like I need something like a little bit more secure so that's when I kind of went back into webcam and then that was really like lucrative for me and then yeah so I've only been like I only shot my first three scenes like a week ago so it's really new to me but I'm so excited that's so great. But I can't really see you being on a construction. I mean, I could see you being on a construction site, but at the same time, I can only imagine like how excited they were to have you there. What were you doing on a construction site? Were you actually doing manual labor or are you doing something else? Oh my God. So they started me in a packer, which is like a little machine that I guess because I was operating machinery and it, I don't know what it does. <laughs> it packs the ground. And uh, So my first day, I forgot where the break was and I demolished a company truck because I just ran into it. 
And then I was doing that for a little bit. And then I had an issue with a guy on my crew. He was really mean to me, which is like understandable, I guess. But he was super mean. So I ended up uh, switching crews. And then I was doing, uh, yeah, I was doing laboring, flagging. And then I started operating a rock truck, which was so boring. I like almost fell asleep in one once. So then I was like, okay, I got to leave. I got to get out of here. I'm going to cause a death. I'd be so scared to up, like how big are those rock trucks? And you demolish the truck, but like you ride motorcycles fine. Most yeah. people don't understand that because it's easier to park with a motorcycle. It's easier to like, I don't know, hit someone with a whip from a motorcycle if they try to cut you off. Yeah. But like, yeah, exactly. And then with the truck, it's so much bigger. So you demolish trucks. And what is a rock mover? Like, what does that look like? I have no clue. Um, How do I explain a rock truck? It's like a dump truck but like way bigger um and luckily I was just in a packer when I destroyed the company truck which is like a lot smaller it's still big but like the brake is uh it's a handbrake not a foot brake and my mind just went blank and I was like freaking out and I was like Jesus take the wheel and and yeah (laughs) yeah thank god you're okay (laughs) oh god yeah I was fine I just that truck wasn't so did you ever have a weird experience webcamming? Because I don't know how you girls do that. It's so much patience. So many. Um, I I had screenshots in my phone of like all the weird things that people said to me. Um, I have a lot of like, it's really hard to think like on the spot of them. I have like a lot of really embarrassing things that I've done as well. <laughs> so That's funny. Yeah, I tried it once. Like before probably before you were born. Uh, so they had um, like Hustler wanted to have their first like um, webcam like experiment. So I was the guinea pig. It lasted maybe like 15 minutes tops. Then I took off with the guy running it to go to a strip club to have steaks, to have like a steak dinner. That was more interesting because people are like, some guy said something and then I, I cursed him off. I said, I hope your dick falls off. I had to cut your fucking cock off. Like I was really mean. And to me, that's normal. Like I tell people, I hope your dick falls off all the time. I love uh, that. Yeah, it's easy. So you got to say, I'm a Lorraine of Bob at you or just say, I hope your dick falls off, bitch. You got it. It's just those are the things I come up with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see what I mean? I knew we'd get along. Then, yeah, I just, they didn't want me coming back for webcam. Now, a friend of mine in Norway was webcamming and she saw her like someone from the other side knew her family. Has that ever happened to you? Like it was a personal friend or someone you went to school with? Um, That happened to me once. Um, I mean, like I've had people like ask for my link and I just have no shame. So I'll send it to anyone. I really don't give a fuck. But um, I remember I was camming one time and uh, someone came into my chat and he was like do you live in Edmonton and I was like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna tell you that and then he's like I'm pretty sure we had a one night stand once and I'm like oh god and I probably ghosted him because I ghost all my one night stands." <laughs> so so that was fun what was your experience uh, shooting your first porn scene and who was it with uh it was with Alterotic. So with Ivan and Misha and oh my God, I love them so much. Like words cannot explain for my porn mom and dad. <laughs> um, my very, very, very first scene was amazing. Cause it was um, 
my favorite Cameltonian. So it was like that you got to act and stuff, which like I felt like I felt like I was going to be like thrown to the wolves. But like it was so hilarious and so fun to film. And like, I'm so excited for it to come out. It's so funny. And then um, I got kind of eased into the boy girl. The second day was like boy, girl, 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 three girls and a boy. <laughs> and then the last day was just boy, girl. And like, honestly, it was like I was so nervous at first and then like it was so much fun yeah that sounds like uh, misha and ivan are very um they're very cool people yeah despite our ongoing feuding and stuff like that but i always check with her to make sure she's okay the next day <laughs> i saw that <laughs> <laughs> she liked it she's like no that was great i like i don't know what you people are into but i'm just starting to think maybe it's a bit um a bit more than, you know, I expect, but no, I love them. I think they're the most amazing people ever. And that's great. You had a good experience like that. Were you expecting it to be such a great experience? Because I'm sure you've heard horror stories out there. Oh my God. No, like I, I, I don't want to say that I'm a negative person, but I do like things when I'm super excited for something, things tend to like go wrong. So I always get a little bit nervous. Um, I definitely, I thought that I was going to be a lot more nervous. I didn't think that they were going to be as nice as they were. Um, you know, I thought I wasn't going to get across the border. Like I just had so many, so many fears. Um, but yeah, it ended up being like, like way better than I even imagined. So well, where did you shoot? Not in Canada, right? No, uh, Vegas. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah, I love Vegas. It's so much fun. So are they super strict in Canada with the border now? Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Like my experience coming back in wasn't too bad. Like you do have to download that app and like prove that you're vaccinated. Um, when I was in Vegas boarding WestJet, they asked for, uh, I don't know, you have to put in some information, but when I actually came back, they didn't really ask about anything. Um, I was just more so worried going into the States that like, you know, if they found out I was a dancer or a webcam girl or whatever, that they thought that I was like going to go work and then they wouldn't let me in kind of thing. So. And what was your biggest challenge starting webcamming and getting your own site up and going? And do you have an OnlyFans? I do. Um, I'm terrible at it. I, I'm, I'm too lazy. <laughs> I'll get on that eventually. But yeah, I was, a. it was going well. I had it like before kind of the pandemic hit, I had it as a dancer because I would give it to like my customers and I found it was a really good way to make money. And then, you know, when the pandemic hit and it got really mainstream, it, I definitely had to work a lot harder and I, wasn't used to it. Um, as far as webcamming goes, like it's always a really slow start for everyone. Like you'll be on the new page or whatever, but you really do have to be consistent. And I found, I tried numerous sites and when I wasn't consistent, I was like, well, I'm not making any money. I don't have a following. So I would just like quit. Um, then I just decided I was like, well, I have nothing but time. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's not like, yeah, I have anything else to do. So I just, I did stick with this one and it ended up, yeah, being really good. So that's great. I like that. That's so cool. I've <laughs> never done, I have an OnlyFans page, but I don't post on it because I'm not posting, I guess the content like people want me to post. And I truly don't feel like doing that. Like half the time, I don't even feel like fucking in my real life. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, because like it's this whole gross thing. Like after you get to be a certain age, everyone wants you to date age appropriate, right? Mm-hmm. Age appropriate to me is like 25, 26. So, you know, that's like as far as I go with that shit. Yeah. But I applaud you for doing that, for getting on the cam. And that's really a big deal. Are you under contract to Misha and Ivan? Or what are your future plans with the porn scenes? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm definitely going to be uh, filming with them a lot more, though. And then I, I don't know. I don't really have any plans. I'm just going to see where it takes me, honestly. Cool. Maybe she'll bring you to a wrestling show. Maybe you'll help her out. I, I want to go so <laughs> bad. I'm going to make her bring me to a wrestling show for sure. I know I'll end up at one. That's awesome. And then what's life like for you like on another a normal day? And actually, before that, why don't you tell us about your bikes? Because I do get a lot of bike people that listen to this. <gasps> oh, okay. So <laughs> my first bike that uh, I learned to ride on, I had it for like two years. Uh, it was a Honda Shadow 600. <laughs> it was a great little bike. Like I would recommend it to anyone to start off on. Um, and it was a tank. Like uh, I was living in a basement suite and I didn't have access to my garage because my uh, upstairs neighbors did. And winters here get really cold, like really cold, like minus 30. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but <laughs> I don't know. I can't do the conversion. But anyway, so yeah. Um, And my bike sat in front of my house all winter. And I was so scared in the spring. I was like, oh, man, this thing's toast. And I literally put the key in and it just started. And I was like, how? Like, um, yeah, so it was pretty amazing. I got like my friend who's like a like mechanic to come look it over. And he's like, yeah, everything's fine. And I'm like, Jesus, I don't treat my new bike like that. But <laughs> I learned my lesson. I have a, I have a shed now. Um, yeah, so that one was my little uh, starter bike. Now I have um, a Harley Sportster uh 883. But we swapped out the engine for a 1200. So it's got some balls. I love it. Like so, twenty eleven, and I've had it. I only got it like I want to say like a month ago. So I don't even like my truck isn't even registered right now because I have so many speeding tickets. I can't even afford to register my truck. So it's like my main form of transportation right now. I just ride my bike everywhere. But it's so nice. Yeah, it's a really beautiful bike. That's a fast bike to learn on because I my first bike was. A rebel and i learned on a rebel as well but actually no, i learned on a night a nighthawk then i had a rebel then after that that's when i got the vulcan 650s with the abs brakes and i had the rebel for a very very long time it's really funny because with older bikes you kind of just leave them sitting there or like the heavier bikes uh because my that that bike is at least 500 pounds 550 the ninja that i have that's about 300 pounds and it's a lot like easier to get in between traffic with how much does that shadow weigh because that's a very unusual thing for like someone to learn on a shadow 600. Mm, that's a very good question no idea (laughs) um i don't know I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm going to look up the specs because I just, I think yeah. it's so incredibly, like, it's insane, especially like small girls riding like bikes that have that many balls on them. Does that intimidate guys if you ever try to date them? I mean, because that's a lot to deal with. Um, I, 
I tend to kind of date guys that ride for the most part, which I'm trying to, no offense if you're listening to this, um, which I'm trying to stay away from right now because like my type is, I, I need to date that not my type. Um, as like, I think that um, when I do start venturing out to um, men that don't ride, I could definitely see it being a little bit intimidating. Like, I don't know if, you know, a guy's going to want to ride on the back of my bike, but, you know, they can be taught. So it usually happens that way. I had an ex who ended up learning how to ride and that's the one that got into the accident. Um, but there's one thing I could say. And you're going to learn this after is if when you start dating someone that does not ride a motorcycle, it's really hard because then you have no one to go up the coast with. You have no one to travel with. And I think it's also the same thing to be said with guys that date girls that don't ride or are afraid of motorcycles and they're pussies. So you don't have that aspect of it. And you'll either give up riding completely or just not have as much fun. So I get it. Usually most guys I date ride or they have like rap sheets or something yeah. And like to this day, I still I still say to this day, the best relationship I had was with the murderer and he was in a black metal band, but he didn't do it intentionally. It was just an accident. Um, oh, he rode a Vespa, too. He didn't even know how to ride a motorcycle. Yeah, it's probably why it ended. But yeah, that's these things end fast. So guys listening, learn how to ride a motorcycle because it leaves your options open to like way more interesting people than just the average for like a million times hotter. (laughs) Exactly. Right. I wonder how me she would do like on the back of a bike. (laughs) She'd probably like it. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go. Yeah. You know, like pop a wheelie or something. Um, so what's life like on a daily basis for you? Because do you actually have time to do anything for yourself? Or do you just do the cam at a certain hour? Oh, my God. I have nothing but time right now. <laughs> um, it's I actually haven't been on cam in a while. I had some some medical issues and stuff, so I wasn't able to. Um, I'm pretty much just doing private parties right now, like bachelor parties and stuff, which uh, it's nice because I only have to work like once or twice a week and like the money's great. Um, but that's coming to an end now, so I'll have to start cam again. again. So like, honestly... My life is pretty, I don't really work. So I pretty much just get to do whatever. Um, I have two dogs. So we spend a lot of time outside. I ride a lot. Um, Sometimes I'm really bored, honestly, because I, Edmonton sucks. It's not, it's not nice here. Like, you know, BC and places I can't just go to a lake. Well, or, you know, so. It sounds like a, a really exotic place. My best friend who just got married, she's from um, BC. Mm. Her whole family, her whole family came down, and I met a guy who was actually on my podcast, who was an ex stripper that lives in BC. Oh, yeah, he sent me flowers. They're really cool. They're like pink and black flowers. That was perfect, like right up my alley. And um, I don't, yeah, I've got to. I forgot to call him back or something. Oh yeah, that's what happened. I got to give him a call sometime. It was a while ago, <laughs> but still. <laughs> It's like, hey, remember me? I forgot to call you. <laughs> Bag. Yeah, that's why. That's how that happens. Yeah, sorry about that. But, I mean, it's it's good. Like you're definitely starting off in the right direction. And do you have any type of advice for girls that want to get into this that have the tattoos and are on the alternate side of things? Um, honestly, just do it. Just don't be afraid, especially 
like camming and just uh, stay consistent. Like just because, you know, you don't look like a Barbie doll with like whatever, which no offense to them either. But um, the longer you stay on, the longer you you work, the more of like the more followers you're going to get, the more regulars you're going to get. And it's nice because you'll get regulars that aren't going to, you know, go somewhere else because they they like you they like your look so I guess the biggest thing I can say is just like remain consistent and remain positive because it's not like you're never going to be able to do anything looking like this especially now there's like so many you know like alterotic for example is specifically for alternative girls like stuff like that so you know there's always stuff out there and tattoos are pretty mainstream now I feel like it's almost like uh not weird but uh different to not have tattoos anymore it's like totally weird in a way um you get you could you could pick out the people who just get them for style to be cool not like you or Misha or those girls but um then you have the other girls who get it to kind of try to be cool and be like yeah I'm so badass it's like no bitch the only way you're badass is when te- someone tells you you're badass. You can't label yourself because you have a tattoo or because you have like a beanie on or something. <laughs> like a lipstick fucking Cracker Jack tattoo. I have a few tattoos, uh, just like the wrist. Then I had my um, the back of my neck, my foot. Like my foot hurt the worst. Like it's right on that bone. And I don't like needles, by the way. <laughs> oh, God, I've heard that the foot's terrible. Yeah, I don't know if I um I don't think I'll be getting any. Maybe I'll get one more in my rib cage, and that's the only one. And I'm gonna get it in Dutch because my parents are Dutch. My dad is at least. Do you have any room for other tattoos? Are you getting any more? Oh yeah, I I actually have a lot of room. Um, I have a whole empty leg, <laughs> blank leg, I guess that I'm saving to do a leg sleep. Fuck, they're expensive. Um, I've got some room on my back. I'm turning uh my sorry I'm so bad at my left and right my right arm is currently being turned into a sleeve um yeah other than that I don't have much room but um yeah it's funny that you say you hate needles because so do I like I'll cry when I have to get my blood taken and they're always like but you have tattoos and it's so different (laughs) it's not the same yeah it's like a way different ball game out there people (laughs) because that's like something you know what you want you see the needle and the last time i did a vampire facial the nurse had me touch the needle like hold it into my vein i'm like why are you doing this to me i'm like seriously this is just traumatizing but it wasn't the worst thing so now i do these b12 shots on myself like it's fine i could do it but i just try to get it over with like really fast it's like okay let me just do this and that's it yeah but yeah no more needles like i can't i don't think so but um i just try to avoid it when i can uh but yeah is there like a huge competition between a lot of the alternative, the alt models? Because I just saw they had the awards for that. Um, so that's something I don't really know too much about yet because I am so new to like that scene. Um, I guess like, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I could see there being like a bit of a competition for sure. Um, just like you know, any industry, but well, industry where you rely on your looks, I guess. <laughs> so not, well, yeah. not rely on your looks. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, you mean? I could totally see it. Like girls getting catty and stuff. Who has the better tattoos? Who's this? Who's that? Who has a cooler piercing? Oh yeah. <laughs> and like, I noticed too, like even on cam and like dancing, like I hate when men compliment you by putting down 
another girl like oh your tattoos are better or like oh you're she's too tattooed like you're just right and it's like I didn't ask you for your opinion I don't care like (laughs) um so you know there's always gonna be that yeah yeah I don't like it when guys do that it's pretty um it's rude and it's probably one of those things where it's an inferiority thing because they know deep down none of these girls want anything to do with them Oh, yeah. They're always like, oh, yeah, like I have a tattoo. And it's always like the Canadian flag or their last name across their back. (laughs) (laughs) Or like a bunch of women's names like crossed out, which shows you how successful they are not with relationships. Yeah, exactly. I met one guy that had all these names on his shoulder, like his arm. I didn't see because we were at a club the night before. I didn't see anything. Then I was at his place. I see like all these names crossed out. I'm like, what's that? Oh, those are like all my exes. And like, that was like my ex-wife, my fiance. I'm like, oh, okay. Like I've come across some interesting ones. One I came across that was the most interesting was um, a guy's rap sheet on his back. So I'm like looking, which is kind of hot. You know, he had a tattoo of me on one arm. And then, um, okay, so this is the weirdest thing. He had posters of me in jail. Okay. And I didn't know this. I had no clue. So then we start going out. So I look at his arm. I'm like, that looks like a tattoo. That looks like, wait a second. I know that photo. He's like, yeah, you know, I had your photo like in my cell. And so I'm asking him like what he's in jail for. Oh, just armed robbery. I'm like, oh, okay. Then his shirt comes off. I see like this rap sheet with all this crap on it. I'm like, holy shit. This is, um, yeah. I don't know like if I'm excited or like put off by you because you could be creepy. Or something. What's the most interesting thing you've seen on a guy tattoo wise? Oof. Um, I didn't think about that one. I'm so bad at thinking about things on the spot. Um, the flag's boring. Like anyone could do a flag or those like those ridiculous like barbed wire tattoos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a manager actually at one of the clubs that I worked at and he was just like, literally tattooed from like the face down like no room anywhere anywhere for any more tattoos like there's probably just his eyeballs left like that was pretty and he's like old like he just retired (laughs) but yeah he was like probably in his 60s (laughs) wow yeah i can only imagine the life he had and the stories that are behind the tattoos usually stories behind and so forth but I want everyone to know what your links are before we go and your message to your fans or potential fans. Okay. <laughs> um, so my Instagram is Kennedy underscore Rose one. Cause I'm number one. Um, Twitter Kennedy XXX Rose. Same with only fans. Uh, Cam Soda is Kennedy XX Rose. Streammate is Kennedy XXX Rose. <laughs> um, and my message, um, honestly, just like don't be afraid to like pursue, um, you know, <laughs> sounds so corny, your dreams just because you look a certain way because like, you know, there's always going to be a niche for something and also buy a motorcycle and learn how to ride it because it is the most freeing thing in the world. And once you get on it, you feel so badass because you are so badass. That's true. It's like a really different <laughs> feeling that you could never describe. And no guys, bikes don't always vibrate on the vagina. Like, but I know so many guys think that it's like, <laughs> no asshole. 
It's oh just- my god, I actually Ugh. came one time though from that happening. I was on the back of my ex's bike. Well, it was somebody else's, and it was like it was a big bike, and it was I like we were stopped at a red light, and I was like, we have to go now. <laughs> I ended up having an orgasm. Really? Yeah. I've never that has to happen. I changed the muffler. Like I have a twin brothers on my um my ninja and then the uh the Vulcan and it's really loud like it sets off car alarms and that's so much fun you think I get an orgasm from it I have yet to orgasm on a bike so yeah and I'm not getting on the back of anyone's bike <laughs> ever again no matter yeah what. that's rare don't sit on the back of the bike to attempt to have an orgasm I think I just was really in love with my ex so that helped <laughs> yeah, that can help unless you're in a bike club that's the only way I'm going to get on the back of your bike yeah so thanks so much guys and girls for tuning in and do not forget to support the alternative model scene and i will post all of her socials so you could check out her hotness and her bites thank you for listening for another episode and riding with us Woo! <laughs> are you enjoying the ride on my crazy train Woo! please make sure to rate and review crazy train podcast Take a screenshot, send it to me in a DM via Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and I will send you a free goodie bag. Oh, and Crazy Train Podcast is now on YouTube. So subscribe, Crazy Train Podcast, that's with a K, on YouTube for video interviews and never heard before interviews and some really cool bonus content. Woo!